informative and clean, it will make you laugh. Scout and trade, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows to you, flows. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Our guest is Trey's mom. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Hi, Trey's mom. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. This is I know that was not your plan for today, but uh we really appreciate it. And uh it's very cool to have you. Um and uh so what is our headline for the day uh uh, trey you got something what's your headline for the week so here you're just going to tell us something that happened this week but just going to say it in like three words so it sounds really amazing but it's really not as cool as it is and trey will start by saying giant lizard in basement giant lizard in basement uh mine is um i've had to wake up uh let's see at three o'clock in the morning, every morning, um, I've had to wake up and watch the Muppet Babies for an hour. <laughs> uh, how about you? Um, I would be NTI 2.0 all day long. Oh, okay. All right. So now we get to explain that. Right, um, so for me, uh, my roommate apparently saw a lizard in our basement and i'm all about reptilians and uh we've got skinks s-k-i-n-k-s all around our uh, house apparently uh so i had to go and find him didn't end up finding him he went underneath our stairs or something but uh my roommate was freaking out about it wow yeah but you have a science teacher for a mom so yeah he should have tried harder he should have tried harder yeah. Um, well, I have a three-year-old who just spent three earlier, uh, 20 days ago. And, um, in the last week he, uh, has woken up every morning at three or four o'clock in the morning, just talking. And I've had to go into the other room and watch a show with him or do something. Cause well, the problem is we have a, his mom is pregnant, my wife, and, uh, she's trying to sleep and she has to actually work in the morning, not compared to me and him. So, uh, so I get to sacrifice that and uh stay up with him until he falls back asleep and then i have to and then like i've been sleeping like into like 12 because you know i haven't been sleeping so it's been a pretty insane week honestly so but i'm here yay go team <laughs> so now you get to explain your story mom okay um nti 2.0 is what we're pushing out and rolling out for public school and for JCPS going back to school. And it's uh, it's actually pretty exciting and sad all mixed up in one bundle. We, we really want to see our kids. Um, I'm a middle school teacher. I teach the middle of the middle. And those kids are amazing at that age, even though some people are afraid of them. Um, people that teach them or not, because it's a pretty incredible, um, impactful age. And they are... I got to meet them today, many of them that came through and they kind of got in their car line, drove through and we kept our masks on and handed them their supplies, a little supply bag and some Chromebooks and some hotspots and they rolled on through, but they were all so sweet and their parents were so grateful we were out there and they just, it couldn't have been more encouraging. It really couldn't have. So yeah, NTI 2.0, non Traditional instruction, we'll be teaching from our homes for six weeks, and we'll find out what happens then. Did you have to do this at the end of the year last year? We did. We'll talk more about that in a little bit, but I just, I wanted to ask that now. So, um, very cool. Well, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Doing stay-at-home learning and teaching, I bet, is very different than the normal stuff. So... Um, but yes, uh, Trey's mom is a, uh, middle school teacher. And we're going to talk about that today on today's show, but first we're going to do a sweet face off quiz, um, where it's mom versus son. 
And it is about um, the movie Big, uh, starring Tom Hanks. And so... Um, the, Mom, have you even seen that movie? <laughs> it's been a few years. <laughs> I have never had the chance to see it. Oh, great. <laughs> so this will be good. All right. Here's the truth. You're going to win no matter what. Uh, and, and We gear it towards our guests. Yes. And uh, so it will be great either way. Um, but uh, let's see. So there you go. And so pretty much what I'll do is I'll give you some options. And then you'll decide what uh, the answer to the quiz is. Uh, and then we'll do that. So that's what we're going to do. But uh, nothing is working at the moment because I can't find my quiz. So that's great. Um, <laughs> looking for my quiz now. Give me a second. I'll be right back. Trey, uh, stall for five seconds. Stall for five seconds. Talk to your mom. Mom, how was your day today? It was um, really, like I said, pretty awesome. Got to get outside and hand out goodies to kids. And it was hot. Um, it was uh, definitely, it was great weather, though. Honestly, we had all these Chromebooks sitting out. And we, if it had rained, we'd have been in so much trouble. But it was perfect. Thanks for being our impromptu guest. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's we are, weren't expecting to have to reschedule. We honestly, looking back, we should have done that with a couple of our guests because of just technical issues and stuff like that. But we decided to push on and go ahead. But we now figured out that we need to do a lot of pre pre prep as far as like mic checks and everything before we get started. Well, I think that one started out working and then it kind of backed off, didn't it? It did. And we're not really sure what happened. Yeah. And it's fine. It's uh, honestly probably just needed to go. Um, and that's fine. I said, one thing is one thing that me and as I said earlier, but me and Trey uh, respect him very much. And so it's like, we want to make sure he looks awesome on the show. And you know, there's no reason for you to sit listening to him. If you can't hear him because that is one inspirational dude. Mm. Uh, one awesome dude. So he was just telling us a story. I only heard half of it and it still was amazing. I was like, mm. um, all right, here we go. Um, question number one, we'll start with Trey. Trey. Let's get it. Um, the director of Big um, became the first woman to direct a movie that grossed more than $100 million. Um, who is the woman that directed Big? Was it? Was it Anne Hathaway? A. Was it B? Um, was it... Uh, 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 I don't have any other ones. Uh, B. Was it... Um, was it Cindy Crawford? C, was it... Uh, I'm pulling a tray now. I'm pulling off a terrible quiz show today. Um, was it C, um, Penny Marshall? Was it D, uh, Alex Trebek? What do you think, Trey? What was A? A was... <laughs> A was... Um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, yeah. What was B? <laughs> You're killing me, Trey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we changed the quiz. <laughs> you didn't have a correct answer for it, did you? I did, it was Penny Marshall. I was the only one I could think of. It was the only one of the, the lady of the 80s I could think of. The list, and I'm like, well, obviously it's not the first two. <laughs> it was the only person I could think of in the list. I, I, oh, all right, man. so it, all right, we're going to go, uh, Mom, what's a quiz that there's no way Trey would beat you in? Oh, I don't know. He's a pretty sharp guy. What is it, Trey? Let's <laughs> do math, but I don't want to do a math quiz on our show. We did that already. One. Yep. Um, do you know any uh, movies, uh, TV shows? Um, do Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy? Sure. Mom used to watch that. I don't know. What's the show you watch now, Mom? <laughs> Anything that has to do with fixing up places. <laughs> oh, cool. Gotcha. Renovation Got you. Island. Um, Renovation Island quiz. That'll be interesting. We'll just do... Uh, uh, let me think here. Sorry, folks. We are completely unprepared for today's happenings. <laughs> yeah, everything. Did, I had everything ready for one thing, and then it didn't work out. Yeah. Plan B. 
whole one viewer recurring. Yeah. <laughs> Who's like, why did I get on the show again? Um, to hang out with you guys. Here you go. All right, we're going to do a quiz show on Fixer Upper. How's that sound? Okay. Let's go. All right. Um, Trey, we'll start with you. Um, the name Chip and Joanne's original store um, was Magnolia Market, Waco Wonders, Cypress Shop, or Ely Mays Market. Hey. Uh, Magnolia Market. How about, how about you? What do you think? Oh, what is your what is your real name? So I don't just keep calling you Trey's mom. Susan. Susan. All right, Susan. Uh, Susan, what uh, what what do you think? Their original show was Magnolia Homes. So, what was their original store name? Magnolia Market, Waco Wonders, Cypress Shop, Eli May Market. I don't know. Just pick one. Oh, the first one. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Trey? A. Magnolia. Y'all both are correct. It is Magnolia oh, wow. Market. Wow. That's exciting. Quick editor's notes. Uh, we Our names need to be switched on the stream. It's fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you. Here it comes. <laughs> Changed. Bam. Thank you, Trey. Yep. Sorry. I was. I got your mom's changed. So, yep. um, is it true that most of the people on the show already own the homes that get fixed up? Um, uh, Susan? Is it A, no way, B, yes, C, not anymore, or D, that would be misleading? If they already own their homes. Yeah, do they already own the homes that get fixed up? Not, no, they they usually buy them. No way, you say. Trey, what do you think? Now, here's the thing. It is a show, so think about that real quick. Um, Trey, what do you think? I'm going to say is that people buy fixer uppers. So, okay. So is it know. true that most people on the show already own the homes no. that get fixed up? No. Y'all no so way. both y'all say no. Yep. The answer is uh, yes, but um, oh. yeah, no, well. again, it's a show. So they, they already have it again. They add the, they add the drama to it somehow. So, um, but there you go. Right now we're tied one, one, um, <laughs> How many kids does Chip and Joanne have, uh, Trey? Is it three, four, five, or six? Four. All right. And what do you think? I should know this. Five. <laughs> and you were correct. It is five. Okay. Trey, you were two wrong. Boys and two girls. Huh. They had another. Oh, okay. All right. So it's two Good. one. Uh, Susan, you are winning. Um, and, uh, here we go. We got the next one is when Joanne stage, oh, when, jo- when Joanne stages a house on the show, do the new owners keep, uh, get to keep the furniture and furnishings? Um, only the big ones, only the big pieces, only if Joanne lets them, uh, they sure do, or they don't. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say they don't. All right, and Trey. Um, what were the what were the response? The- um, only the big ones. Only if Joanne lets them. Sure, they do, or they don't. They don't. You say they don't. All right. Y'all both correct. They do not keep the furnishings. It's again the staging. They pay for that. It's a part of the show. So, um, yep. That's how that works. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's Trey's turn, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, where did Chip and Joanne go to college? Was it mm. Baylor University, University of Texas, Northwestern, or they didn't go to college? What was the first one? Uh, Baylor University. I'm going to go with... Mm. I'm going to say A. Baylor? All right. What do you think? What do you think, Mom? Oh. It seems like I've heard this and I don't remember. We'll go with B. Are you sure? No. Uh, if anything, you just go with the same one as Trey and then you don't have to worry about him catching it's up. true. <laughs> Play it safe. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. All right. 
It is a uh, Baylor University. Uh, it is now uh, two, two, three, right? Is that right, Trey? All right. I think so. All right, here we go. Um, we're going to say this is our final question. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and here it is. Uh, our homer, our, uh, we're, this is uh, Susan, you're first. Our, oh, actually, no, Trey, you get to go first. Uh, just because. I want you to okay. go first. Okay. Um, and just in case. Um, are the homeowners who have had houses fixed up on the show allowed to use them as rental properties? Absolutely not. That's up for debate. They can do whatever they want with permission. Sorry, say it again. Um, are the homeowners that had their houses fixed up on the show allowed to use them as rental properties? A, absolutely not. B, that's up to debate. C, they can do whatever they want. Or D, with permission. Hmm. Let's say they can do whatever they want. All right. And what do you think, Susan? I imagine they can do whatever they want. I'm going to go with that. All right. Your house, they bought it. Um. Are you sure about that, Susan? Mm. Really not, because... I, I mean, mean, do you think that in general, this whole question is up to debate? I'm just... I mean, it's weird. It's just a weird question, huh? Yeah. So, uh, here are the options again. Um, a, absolutely not. B, it's up to debate. C, they do whatever they want. Or or um, D, with permission. You're thinking it's up to debate. I mean, I'm thinking it's up to debate. Really? You think so? I think that's a great thought because it is. It is up to debate. You've won four to two over Trey about Fixer Upper on our quiz that I definitely did not prepare beforehand. Uh, thank you, How Stuff Works Play. You're very helpful. Uh, yeah. I needed a friend. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty rough. I apologize for that terrible quizzing. Um, but hey. Um, thank you again for being on the show. You uh, were helping us out, and then you were just here, and thank you. Um, you. I'm very grateful. Thanks, Mom. So, um, anyways, uh, to the interview. To the interview we go. So, you did say, um, how was the how was the initial transition for you from going to teaching your class to when they said, "All right, guys, guess what? We're doing on we're doing learning from home starting." next week or starting tomorrow how, how did that transition go for you and was it easy to just go up and start doing something that you've done uh i know how long but how long have you been a teacher now 20 years so it's been a minute so how how was that uh from 20 years of being teaching in a class to going okay you now got to teach from your house Yeah, you know, it was so easy i mean no difference really okay nope oh wow you had me yeah. shocked for a second i'm like oh no, no, no. It, it was definitely unexpected, but with so much swirling around us, we we were just like waiting for what was going to happen. How are we going to keep coming in? And we're hearing these stories getting closer and closer. And so nervousness was everywhere. Um, and then to transition, it, it it was it was tough. I think mostly because teachers are so in tune to their students, and then all of a sudden you don't even have us in the same room and. It was hard to know how they were doing and and then some that were having a hard time showing up and getting connected. And it, it was really, uh, it, it was kind of the nature of our job, bend and flex. You, you've got to be flexible. There's, you know, half the time you're building a plane in the air. And, but for, for the school that I'm at and the district that I'm in, um, I, I can't imagine it being any uh, easier than they made it. It wasn't easy at all, but had a lot of support and a lot of understanding, a lot of flexibility. And it, um, it helped us to be better for our kids because we weren't feeling perfection pressure or something. There, there was just no way to do that. That's cool. That's, I mean, that's a good answer. Uh, I think it's interesting. We, we had somebody else on the show that just talked about how it was the most difficult thing he had ever done um, doing this. And it's like, he just despised it. He loved his kids, but just, it's just totally different when you don't get to see their emotions. You don't get to check them. It's like, I mean, I imagine it'd be the same idea trying to be a parent over a zoom call that would uh, not go well. I mean, you wouldn't have raised such a fine gentleman like Trey 
if it wasn't for uh, you being in person, be able to hit him, I assume, a lot. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> He's an awesome kid, the perfect kid. You know, it, it was really tough. It was tough to uh, know that the kids could be struggling and, you know, they don't speak up in class because they feel kind of intimidated by being wrong. And, and that takes a long time to build that community. And then all of a sudden, they're quiet again. You're like, guys, are you out there? And their screens are off and their blankies are over their head because they just woke up at noon. And so this time around is going to be a lot different for them. They're definitely going to see a new world. 2.0 is definitely different. Wow. Hopefully the world's gone. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important. I think like what, like you were just saying, what were some of those cues that are just totally different on, um, compared to being live compared to being on the on the thing like what are some cues you're talking about like how would you like i don't i've never been a middle school teacher how do you know somebody's having a bad day when they just come into your classroom like how do how do you even know to deal with that like um you know what i'm saying oh absolutely they, you do get to know your kids pretty quickly and and they send signals all the time just even children that are highly um, emotional and they quickly react and respond to things, there's just a different intensity when they're really hurting. You know, they may be cussing somebody out or they may just be shutting down, but you just know the level of the intensity that this is beyond what's normal for them. And you do, you, you figured that out pretty quickly. And some that are very talkative get quiet and some that are very quiet all of a sudden get just not who they're, they're normally um, acting like or who they are and and you know something's up and you've got to get to the bottom of it or you can't continue with them and sometimes huh. it requires sending up to the office for the counselor and sometimes it, it requires getting someone to cover your class and get things worked out and then it can go back into a normalcy but you know if there's a friction on the team and with social media oh my goodness you, you can see that they're just upset when you're in the room with them and, and then you find out it was something somebody said on uh, their Snapchat last night or whatever. And if you don't deal with it, it can upset the whole day and turn into a fight or something like that. So it's better to deal with it and you get a whole lot more teaching done than to just say, Oh, you'll be all right. Sit down, toughen up. Wow. Yeah. So that's important. It's just like making sure that you can have uh heart to heart interactions and be in there and showing that you've got their back. Um, it's very hard. Like how, how would you even do that uh, virtually? How do you even, how do you even, um, virtually kind of weigh, weigh the scales as is? Well, the difference this year will be that I've had one meeting with some of my children when they drove through in a car and took a bag from me. So, um, other than other teachers that had them last year, kind of helping us, this helps this child. And we have those conversations. You've got this child and, and this is what helped them. And then again, it's like, okay, but how is that going to help them in the virtual world? So we're going to have to just really make things fun and, and exciting for them as much as we can and try to engage them to take part. We've got lots and lots of tools. Our, our district is amazing. They have pulled in so many things that I've never heard of. And we're all going, we're having to learn them quickly and we'll see which ones are better than others. But hopefully that'll, you know, entice the kids to come out and check it out. And, and, and as many of them are as into animated things and, and gaming and, and Trey, you might know a little bit about that. I don't know. <laughs> that really helps them in education because they're playing games with some of these things. And that was my biggest um, thing to pull them in on Fridays. We would have a Friday fun day, um, fun hour. And my whole team would come in and we would get on some programs where they had a leaderboard and they could all take part. And all of a sudden I was hearing people talk and chatter and it was, yeah, it was very helpful. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. That's hard. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I was just going to say, like, I really don't understand, I think, why, you know, the school system thinks that, you know, learning has to be a certain way. I think that we've teaching in general has been, you know, kids in the classroom, teacher in the front, and you're going to learn the subject. We have, a, we have a couple tests throughout the year, and then we have finals, and that's it. I think it's it's funny because, you know, for me in gaming, I, I love video games because they keep me focused. It allows me to talk with other people. 
it allows me to accomplish goals and they're short term. Like you can then go on and do something else. But like with this teaching, like people, you know, the kids just, you know, they don't, not all of them at least want to come into class and listen. Right. And they want, they want to be interactive. Like when you have games, like I've been in your classroom several times throughout my life. <laughs> and when you have games up, they're ready to go. They're on top of it. They're listening. They're wanting to pay attention and play and get points and succeed. And, and then when it goes back into, you know, learning mode, they're like, you know, opening their books and stuff. I think there's a way to, to coincide with that, that the, the, the public school system needs to figure out. Um, it, I mean, people will be successful or they won't be successful regardless of what they're doing, you know, but this, it's just an idea, but I don't know what you think of that, but. Yeah, it, it's true. There's, there's a lot of talk about that all the time that we are really having to be creative and we're needing to um, talk to what makes them tick. And I mean, if you guys think about your favorite middle school or high school teachers, you know, what was it about that teacher that really made you tune in? And those are the kinds of things we have to realize. Some of our kids, if they're not drawing something, they don't want to hear from you. If they're not building something, they don't learn anything. And we have to be able to get on top of all those learning styles. And 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 that's that whole building community where you get to know what works for that, that kid. And sometimes it's working with their parent. And we can come up with an incentive that if you get this much done this week, then you get to do that. And We'll go any avenue to help a kid get inspired to go after and, and just help their brain get where it needs to go and where it can go. You know, you want them to have everything they can have. And, you know, the education is a way to do that. But, I mean, you guys think about that. What what made you tick? Like, what teachers or things made you like, oh, I can't wait to get to that class? Yeah. I mean, I was telling you this earlier, but one of my – I always loved the teacher – that saw my existing skills and decided to add them into the class. And so like, for me, I've always rapped ever since I was like 12. And so it was something I was always good at. And so my teachers would let me fill out essays as raps or things like that. And uh, that was, that was helpful and fun. Um, I really enjoyed that, but I also, I always love a silly, goofy teacher. So if there's one that does silly games or goofy things, then I would love that. I, we had this, um, the other thing is, uh, we had this one math teacher and we were like in the remedial math class and, uh, she would take us out to the field, to the football field. And then we would draw like triangles or do different things like that. And she was super awesome. She was a great teacher. And, uh, I was just thinking about like, even what Trey was saying, it's like, I, I was always in the con content mastery because I have ADD. And so, but I got to, but it wasn't because I was like smart. It was just that my attention stuff. And so I would take Ted, like I would go to a different room called content mastery and they would let me do random things. And so like one of the examples is when I would take a test, they would let me lay on my stomach and take a test. It, the weirdest thing, but I promise you, I ended up, I, I ended up pretty high with a pretty high GPA in high school uh, because of that. It's like, I'm smart. I just needed to be in a different situation than others were. Yeah. It wasn't really a problem, but it, it was fun. So, yeah, there is always that student that needs to stand behind their desk. And so you don't put them in the middle of the room because then they're uncomfortable and they're distracting, but they've got, and I have a daughter, she wants to move around the room and yep. just has to get the ants out of her pants and let her do it. And those times are successful. And, and Trey, Trey was, had a ton of energy and he loved learning. And, and when he was little, um, I just remember some classes when he was a little guy uh, for Sunday school, the teachers who were super excited to see him, let him be himself, let him go around and do and lead and sing. And, and he was great. And those that wanted him to sit still and put his hands in his lap. Yeah. They didn't have such a good day. <laughs> uh, did, didn't want to go back. Yeah. How about you, Trey? As far as uh, people, as far as teachers. Growing yeah. Up? Yeah. Um, really. I mean, I, I remember my mom talking to me about, I mean, teachers I had when I was younger, of course, I don't really remember a good portion of that other than the, the stories that she would tell me. And I, I do remember snippets of me when I was younger and stuff. And, and growing up, I know the teachers that I loved the most were the ones that weren't correcting everybody, you know, 24 hours a day, because even though the class needed correction, it was they would all get their attention because they commanded the classroom. They had an activity 
It was there, there was if there was an activity at the end of the class that we all could do, we were on our best behavior because we wanted to make sure that we were all on point. There were some teachers that were the opposite of that that would call everyone sir or ma'am formally, but almost disrespectfully, mm-hmm. um, if that makes any sense. And we just despised her. Um, we were actually, it was a fifth grade class and there was three separate fifth grade classes and we were away from all the other fifth grade classes. We were near the third graders, second and third graders, nowhere near the fourth graders. So our fifth grade class was in our own separate classroom. And this teacher just like she hated teaching. She just didn't like kids. She just didn't know how to handle kids. So the thing is, I mean, I know from mom's experience teaching, you have to have an iron stomach, an iron head, and and you have to have grit because middle school is one of the hardest, hardest places to teach. Um, but for me, I remember, you know, I hated middle school. I loved elementary and high school was okay. Um, but the, the teachers I loved the most were the ones that had the activities that pointed out the kids that were doing good instead of putting the kids down that were doing bad because all the other kids that were not on point would look towards, okay, well, I want to mimic what they're doing. I want to do what they're doing. In high school, it's obviously a different story. Everybody is trying to figure themselves out. But the teachers who knew what they were doing kind of had uh, what, you, what you were talking about, uh, Jason. Like, uh, just they'd have the activity. They'd you'd give them fresh air every once in a while. Mom has control of her class, and she has activities and movies they watch all the time. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I know from experience, my friends would go up, Oh, Miss Stoneburner, this, this, and this. Oh, it's Miss Stoneburner. And they they loved my mom because she knew how to teach and she knew how to come in the class and she was their friend at the same time. So I mean, that's a little bit of everything. But I mean, those the teachers who know what they're doing um are involved in the kids' lives and they have activities for them. And it's not just like prison. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like prison. In your time. So with, with that in mind, what would you say is the, one of your most proud things you've ever done? Like one of the most, uh, your own ideas or your own class thing. Maybe it was a game. Maybe it was a movie that you showed. Which one something where you're just like, that was awesome. That's like one of my favorite things I've ever done. I, I think um, one of the things Trey said made me think about the, the whole saying, uh, they, they don't care what you know until they know that you care. And that really is the bottom line. And, and finally, like our district started doing this 10 years back, but these groups where we meet in the morning and we'd all get together and we'd share things and say, me too, me too, or, you know, what we've all been through. And, and I think those moments are the times when they start to literally build that community where they see that you don't look anything like me. I would not hang out with you if I ran into you in a playground, but you have everything in common with me. And they start to put those barriers down a little bit and, and all those visual things that they see and start to understand that there's so much more to us than what we look like or who we sound like or whatever. And, and I think for me, the most exciting lessons are, and why I love teaching science is getting outside and taking them for walks. And I went into elementary for a few years because I have a degree that covers that and hadn't gotten to do it. So I, I did that. And it was just so exciting. We found a a little uh, nest with bunnies and, and just to see my little caretaker student, you know, really stand there and not move the entire time for recess every day until those bunnies were, you know, grown and healthy. And, and then, you know, you also saw the little boy that tried to run over one and then how they interacted about that. And, you know, but anything that, that had to do with getting the kids outside and having them take their notes and watching things grow and, you know, just anything that had to do with them actively, you know, I could just see them in the future being little scientists growing up to be big scientists that we really, really need right now. But yeah, that just gives you that vision when you, when you put them in, in active learning situations. So. Okay. My most important question, how many times have you done the, uh, the soda pop uh, rocket? How many times? <laughs> we actually did that just a couple and it got pretty uh, messy. I've always wanted to have my um, uncle who has hot air balloons bring one in. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. So cool. haven't managed to get that to work out time-wise or otherwise, but I oh. think that would be a really good science lesson. 
That is, yeah, no, that, I can think of a lot of fun. Well, like now with all the the things kids already like, like slime and stuff, which was already a, like slime was already a thing that science teachers, that was one of your bag moves anyways. And now it's like, oh, sweet. Now everybody likes playing with it. So you got, you can do multiple classes now. <laughs> and they love the dry ice bubble at Halloween time. That's always a favorite. Oh, they can't touch the ice and they all want to. But How many times has somebody touched the ice? Uh, they try to sneak it in there, but I'm pretty hot. Trey, did you ever touch the dry ice bubble? <laughs> that you your mom didn't know? Pop, pop, oh, no, no. I've never touched dry ice. No, okay. I, I've wanted to, but I've I've done experiments with it and stuff like that. And mom's had it in her classroom where I'd spin it on a spoon or whatever. <laughs> I, I remember uh, I had this roommate that was a science guy. And I walk into the living room, I walk into the kitchen one day and he has um, some kind of uh, metal in his palm and it is liquid. Oh. And he's just kind of, he's just like moving it around and I'm mm. like, what's going on right now? And he's like, oh no, this is cool. This is a, uh, this mercury. Is, no, it wasn't mercury. It was a different, oh, no. it was a different metal that, uh, that melted under your, the heat of your hand, but it wasn't a dangerous oh, wow. one. And uh, I was just like, that is cool. And he's like, yeah, this is awesome. And he's like tossing it around. And I, I need just, to find out what that is. Yeah, he, he actually, as I tell all my roommates, including my best friend, he was my easily my best, my favorite roommate of all time. So he was the weirdest dude. I loved him very much. So, Apparently, I just need to move in then and just take his place. I've had, uh, here's the other thing that your mom probably would freak out by this, but I have had in, before I was married, um, in, uh, 13 years, I had 56 roommates. Oh my gosh. Um, within 13 years. And now I would change households every year. And, uh, yeah. And all of them went to church with me, but it was still crazy. It was a lot of roommates. Now there was this time where I had like 15 roommates at one time. So that kind of makes the number blow up. It's only because they, uh, did the thing. But uh, anyways, Trey, do you have any other questions for your mom? Um, well, I, I don't want it, things to turn dark, but and you can keep please keep it anonymous. But what's probably the worst, either the worst experience or worst day you've had in like a couple in like maybe 60 seconds that you could tell us and it's while teaching? Oh, it's definitely when anything goes bad for the kids you know anything at home or i mean you see fights and and they don't phase you because you know there's something behind that emotion and you know i had a little boy take on a boy who whose grandfather just died of cancer his friend wow. knew that oh no they upset each other so the friend said why don't you go tell your grandfather or something just and this little guy who had not i couldn't he never spoke ran over and literally picked up this kid and body slammed him. And I'm like, wow, where did that come from? But and uh, that kind of stuff just rocks your world a little bit. Cause they're going through it. They really are. And right now they're going through stuff. We don't even know because we can't get our hands around them and hug them. And so, yeah. Wow. Hopefully we'll get more engagement this 2.0 and we'll get to make sure they're okay. I hope so. I hope that it goes better. It's going to go better. Everybody. Yes. Yes. Awesome teaching time. Go team. I know um, I've had it where I've got to go to classes and I've got to either rap for the science science class or things like that. Because what I do is you'll see in a little bit, but I make up songs on the... You get invited. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see what we can do. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, but yeah. So we'll talk more about that later. But I think it is that time, Trey. It's time for question of the day. No, no, Trey, it's not time for that. It's time for your mom to say something really embarrassing about you. Go! I'm just playing. It's question of the day. <laughs> Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I don't care. Do it. Something embarrassing, but not super. We are live in front of uh, of four people. I, you know. Oh, let's see. Trey, Trey, Trey. You only have a few seconds before we go to question of the day. I have to, I can't, like, you know, he has no embarrassing things. He's no, amazing. He, he was one of those kids that just kept doing the right thing no matter what. And you're Aww. like, who are you? <laughs> He's so sweet. That's, that was me. I, I, my, I hated that too. Cause my mom would always be like, my brothers would be so mad at me. Like, why? Oh, my God. oh okay. What's up? Go. 
when his baby sister came home, <laughs> he put his little dinosaurs around her bassinet, protected her with everything he had. And I got a picture of them next to each other. And he just turned to her and licked her like a lollipop. <laughs> I, all, I feel different. like I feel like that makes sense. I mean, you don't know what they taste like. It makes <laughs> sense to try. <laughs> figured like I knew a this was going there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's. Oh, no, I'm so worried about that. I said I have a three year old uh, who's a pretty hyperactive dude, and uh, I'm gonna have a baby here in December, and I just uh, it's gonna be crazy. Like I I just can imagine him like yeah, uh, it's gonna be awesome. He's going to be super sweet. But at the same time, I'm like, please don't throw the baby in the air. Don't throw the baby in the air. Don't do it. Just a protector. So maybe he'll be the same. Yeah, I, I hope so. So it is that time, Trey, for. Now it's time for question of the day. Yes. Oh, wait. All could right. you do the embarrassing Trey with that weird voice? I'm just playing. Go question of the day. Sorry. <laughs> it's time for question of the day. Okay. All right. What's the question of the day? So, uh, I'm actually really liking this guy so far. His name's Green. It's Greek God because the N is a K in Greek. Anyway, so this question of the day is from Twitter. Have you ever stolen anything before? Oh, nice, Trey. Nice move there. So, I will say this in front of my mom because as far as stealing things, I'm not a klepto. Uh, I think the worst thing I've ever stolen, it was from a friend, which who really wasn't a friend. So this guy had frustrated me, and he wasn't he wasn't really a good friend. And he was a, a quite a bit older than me, made me angry, and I, I took some – I was so young. I, I, I wasn't even middle school yet, I don't think. I took some foreign money from him. It was like some Japanese pennies or something. I took a, a Shining Charizard. It's a Pokemon card out nice. of his binder. And – you Other still have that, it to this day. I do actually. Uh, I can go get it. Uh, I uh, I stole a gummy worm this afternoon. I'm just kidding. We don't even know where they exist. Um, there was a. You know. Do you guys remember the candy dispensers that they would have in Kroger? Pez dispensers? No, 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 no. The can like you yeah, yeah, sure. The candy and yeah. put them in a bag and then you'd wait. I stole a gummy worm. Oh, <laughs> wow. That I've never really, I, I think what's hilarious is mom was, was with me during this one. Uh, we, I, I used to, call, well, I still do magic cards, right, Jason? Yes. So I had a booster pack in my mom's cart and I think it was under her purse that she laid on or something. It, it ended up staying in the cart and we, we walked out to the car and I'm like, mom, we never paid for this. <laughs> She's like, we ain't going back. I doubt that. I go back when I found extra milk. <laughs> she said, "Oops, that's no great." No way. There's yeah. no way. Serious. I can't even. No way, son. It's hilarious. It's okay. You don't. No, have to it's remember. funny because I go back and pay for milk if I'm oh, like, <laughs> "Oh no, no, completely." It's not like we just do that all the time. That was a rare occasion. I'm shocked. All right, that's hilarious. What it's do you? Funny. It was years ago. What do you think, Trey's mom? Have you stolen anything ever? Well, I magic stole magic cards. cards. Yeah, you can't use trays. That's cheating. I didn't remember that. <laughs> Years ago, I mean, when you were younger. Yeah, when I was young, I remember going to a drugstore with siblings. And we we had five kids. My dad didn't make a whole lot of money then. And so we didn't have all the newest and greatest. And the biggest, coolest thing out then was toe socks. Those brightly colored socks and the each toe was like, oh yeah, 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 cut out, fit it on like gloves for your feet, and uh, and all the girls had them, but me on my street. So we were out at this drugstore, and I was walking around, and one of the girls showed my sister how to steal things, and she didn't, but she learned how, and then she told me how, and I was like, that's pretty cool. You you buy something, and you have a bag, and you go back in the store, and then you can put the stuff in the bag where you bought stuff. And so I, I bought some stuff, like probably 25 cents worth of stuff. That's probably all I had. And I walked out of the store and then I went back in in the guilt. I think I literally started sweating. I found the toe socks and I was going to put them in the bag. And I was so upset about it. Just I just left everything that I bought, that I had, that I wanted, oh, that I didn't want. And I just left. I, I just was so guilt ridden by that point. I was like, no, nope, can't do it. <laughs> 
But I could have had those toe socks stamped on it. Oh, could have had them. Um, did I? I probably. I. I mean, I. Yeah, maybe I stole something. Um, I. My stuff is more forgetfulness. Like I'll just like like the magic cards. No, it would be something big like I didn't even remember. And so I've definitely gone back to the store and been like, "Hey, I did this thing." Um, but I've, I've, I've actually stolen food from a. Uh, here's a good example. I've stolen food from a fast food place where I not on purpose, but where like I just got my food and didn't pay, and then that happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll go back and I'll be like, hey, I didn't pay. And they're like, we're already down the queue, dude. Don't worry about it. And I'll be like, thanks. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably been, when I was a kid, we would, uh, I had a lot of delinquent friends. And so we would definitely steal a lot of Butterfinger, Butterfingers and sodas because we had, because um, we had, a, they had a, a food stamp card, but it didn't pay for candy and soda. So we would get whatever snacks we wanted, but then have to get our, own stuff and then we go back and play our super nintendo and have a good old time so there you go um but now it's the time of the show where we actually make up a song we have this uh a very quick bit where trey's gonna actually make up a beat using uh, the thing uh making up the beat so do you have any requests for trey when he's making the beat any kind of do you want a slow song fast song mariachi song do you want uh do you want a a violin, whatever, whatever you want to see him try to make up a song about. I'm going to actually make up the words. He's just going to make the beat using his beatboxing skills. Yeah. I don't know. Trey, just make it good. I trust you. Trey, You're the expert. make it good. You're the expert. That's the nicest uh, thing that anybody's ever said to Trey on the show. So. Thanks, Mom. Oh. So. Uh... Yo, yo, we got Teacher of the year, DJ sound effects, and Scott the Psalmist on the mic. Let's get it real this time. Hey, here we go again. Oh, yep. Here we go again. Now we had an episode which kind of crazy, yo. Didn't work out the way expected, but we had to let it go. Luckily, Trey's mom was here on the phone and she said, yo, I will do the interview even though I do not know what I'm doing if I'm pursuing the situation. Go and I'll say embarrassing things about Trey. You gotta know, yo, that's so cool. Miss teacher just chilling, Miss stone burner real and only if she's keeping ill and then she got her middle school students straight chilling she know what she be doing when she sees them and she milling uh, sometimes it's crazy on this online thing you can't see them when they're angry and they gotta just sing and you're like oh please hello let me know what i could do and you know she couldn't do it and she thought that was cool yes and now she's better in 2.0 learning meeting all the kids as they get in lines and bro yo she even talked about how she even stole some crazy little things like things that toes socks i don't know only if i can't go and trey is her son so she really doesn't know just playing because he's funny with this beatboxing goat in i know that sometimes i gotta let him show in we did a quiz about big it didn't turn out well that was mainly my fault i'm sorry please forgive me y'all only if i get it because i see it is it real and then we did this one about the other show ill and waco and waco and yes she one because she is better than her son yes that's cool i never see what i am gonna say it real and only if i knew that situations made it sell and yes we kept on talking and yes we kept on doing we've been on this call for like two hours only if we choose and and i know that sometimes i got to fill it all we could get it down and now i'm running back as i fall and yes we got the soda pop rocket and some slime chilling like forever and i'm running all the time but her favorite is the emotional speaking in before class so they can understand where they are really really at and that is cool and if i never say that it's amazing i'm just sitting here rapping and looking like i'm crazy baby here i go again only if i can't wane my whole life was something amazing and vain i guess that's done and that's the song wait let me sing and now we got to do this and we sing hey hey got trey's mom on the show that's so amazing 
amazing, yo. Trey's mom's on the show. That's so amazing, yo. Trey's mom's on the show. And that's so amazing, yo. Trey's mom's on the show. And she's even dancing, yo. Yeah. It's done, Trey. Woo! <laughs> we got it working. Yay! That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, thank you again, um, Susan, for being on our show. Thank you for just uh, just showing up when uh, we wanted to take care of our friend and uh, you being here, being our guest. I know you didn't prepare for this, but you did an awesome job. And um, oh, you're amazing, mom. Come on, Trey is very biased, but you are pretty amazing, so I appreciate it. And. Um, thank you guys for checking out the show. Make sure you, uh, like and subscribe on the actual podcast at flows the number four, the letter U. Um, watch the streams. I promise you we'll have it better next time. Um, and uh, thank you again. Trey, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Trey, anything else we need to talk about? No, we guys want to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook, obviously. Hit us up in the comments. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear any questions of the day you guys have to send us from Twitter. Uh, any topics you want us to cover? If you want to be on the show yourself, hit us up. Um, mom, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, anything you want to plug, Mom? Pray for the teachers. Pray for the students that we can get back to school next week and everything. Yeah. Go really well. Now, awesome. we have one last bit, uh, Mom. And uh, this you'll love this. And uh, Trey's going to actually make up a song using one word that you give him and he has to do the song about whatever. Now I've learned now that I have to help him a little bit because he's not that awesome at this yet, but we're still working on it. So Trey's going to actually do a freestyle song for you, but you're just going to give him one word, any word and the better, the more embarrassing, the better doesn't matter. Long as it's long. Any word, literally any word, any word. And we're going to make that our, our go away song. It could be about anything. It'd be about fish. What? What is it? Chinchilla. Perfect. Chinchilla. Do you need help or you got this? You got this. Here we go. This is Trey's song. The word is chinchilla. Let's get it, y'all. My family has a chinchilla. It looks like a squirrel and a rabbit. It's gray. It's from Madagascar. It whirs around in sand. That's how you get a bath, y'all. You roll around a chinchilla in sand. Chin chicken a chicken chilla. Oh chinchilla chicken chicken a chicken chilla. Yeah, we love him so much. Like I said, it looks like a rabbit in a squirrel. You gotta do the singing part now, Trey. Chinchilla, chinchilla, we really wanna hold ya. Chinchilla, chinchilla, we really wanna hold ya. Just don't make them into a fern coat because you don't want them to go extinct. You don't want them to go, you go, 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 you don't want them to go extinct. Chinchilla, chinchilla, we really wanna hold ya. Chinchilla, chinchilla, we really wanna hold ya. Chinchilla, 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 chinchilla.